So would you join me in prayer once again, as I do need your help and your prayers this morning, as I desire to bring God's truth to you this morning. Father, I thank you again that I can come before you. I ask that you would help me to speak clearly of your truth, that the hearers that are hearing today will likewise hear what you have for them, that it would not be me that they concentrate on, but it'd be about the truth of your word that they lean on. And so I ask for your help and I ask for your strength this morning to be your mouthpiece to your people to pray this in Christ's name. Amen. So the topic of uh, my sermon this morning is a new year with new challenges. How will you respond? And I want to stick with uh, the Philippians 4 as we begin our service this morning, because I believe there's something in there that can help us navigate the challenges that we will face in this new year. But I want to start a few verses back. And I want to start in verse two, where Peter, uh, I'm sorry, where Paul um, speaks to the two ladies. And this is what he says I entreat Eudia and I entreat Syntyche to agree in the Lord. Yes, I ask also. True companion, help these women who have labored side by side with me in the gospel together with Clement and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. Paul is asking these two ladies to come to an agreement and to do it in the Lord. Paul has not told us what the disagreement is between these two ladies, and it really doesn't matter. But it was significant enough that he had heard about this disagreement. You see, Paul is not present at this location. He hears about it. And he asks those who are in this particular church to help these ladies, help these two ladies in the difficulties. You see, sometimes we need help. We need help working through our difficulties and our challenges. Sometimes they may be bigger than you and I can see because we are so close to the situation that we're not sure what to do because we can't see clearly what's going on. In fact, you've heard the statement before, we can't see the forest because of the trees. Something could be so in our face that we're not able to see clearly different things that we need to be aware of. You see, these two ladies have been working alongside of Paul. And Paul knows them. Been, they have been working alongside of Paul and Clement for the purpose of the gospel, to share the good news of Jesus Christ. 
They were believers, but they were stuck. And they needed help to work through the issues at hand. They needed help working through the challenges that has become so much aware that Paul hears it from another location of what's going on. You see, you and I can also get stuck because of the challenges that we are facing. Sometimes they can be so, such challenges that we think they're so large that we don't know what to do. We don't know where to turn because of the challenges that we have before us. In these two past years that we've experienced, we've had conflict over political parties of our choice. We are currently still going through challenges when it comes to the coronavirus. We have challenges when it comes to those who agree to get the vaccine and those who don't want to get the vaccine. And sometimes these challenges can be in our very own church. We can have challenges in all these same arenas at home, in our families. But how are we to respond in these challenges? What are we to do? And I think what Paul says to these ladies in verse 4 and following, I think it also applies to us today. Because, yes, we will have challenges. Yes, we will have difficulties. Yes, we will have disagreements with one another. On these issues, that, and I believe any many more issues, we will have difficulties and misunderstandings. So let me read again the passage I read earlier in Philippians 4, 4 and following. He says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. What are we to rejoice in? You might be asking. And I think that's a very good question. But again, when you go back to, I believe it is verse 2 of the same chapter, Paul tells us that these two women's names were written in the book of life. See, these were believers. These were two ladies who had worked with him. And it is so important to understand how great it is to have our names written in the book of life. 
It is not an accident to be a part of God's family, to have him to be our Lord and Savior. He says, I have chosen you to be my very own. That is so important to rest in. I imagine these ladies were not thinking about that in the midst of their hardships and their disappointment. What they probably saw and heard was only the things that displeased them. And they spent all their time thinking about that, rather understanding that this sister of mine is also a believer in Jesus Christ, and her name, likewise as mine, is written in the book of life. Wow. Could you and I, likewise, forget, in the midst of our challenges, the importance of understanding that our names are written in the book of life? Let me ask you a question. How reasonable are you? You see, Paul tells these individuals, let their reasonableness be known to everyone. Are you one of those individuals who has to win? Has to win at any cost? Because you must come on top. You must win the battle. Are you a reasonable individual? I like what Paul says in Romans 12, verses 9 and 10. He tells us, let love be genuine. Abhor what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with brotherly affection. He says, outdo one another in showing honor. I believe that if we had the desire if we had the motivation to outdo one another in showing honor, it would make a great impact on resolving our conflicts. It would show a genuineness of our love for one another. So let me ask you again, how reasonable are you? You see, going back to our two ladies, Paul had been working with these two ladies, and he knew them. They probably at one time had great love for each other. Sometimes our hurts and our pains can blind us to the love we have for one another. Are we willing? to work through our challenges and our difficulties so our love can be seen. 
I can imagine that you've experienced this or seen this uh, in loved ones and family members and maybe just in, co- in people that we know that their difficulties has become so great that even if in a husband and wife marriage relationship, they can forget why they have chosen the other person to be their spouse. You see, what has happened is that the hurts and the pain is now at the forefront, and that's all they see. They have forgotten the love they had for one another. But what stands out most of all is the hurt, the pain, the disappointments. We can forget what's most important because of our hurts and our pain. Going back to our passage, Paul tells us in verse 6, do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. I believe a discipline that we often overlook when we are in difficult situations and difficult seasons of life is prayer. We forget that we can bring our hurts and our pains before our Heavenly Father. He desires to hear from us. He desires to know our hearts. But we forget that we must bring those to Him. But it's also important to understand how are we to bring those prayers and supplications before Him. Because see, sometimes we can bring those before him, but we bring it because we want something for ourselves. We bring something to him that will benefit us and us only. And I was reminded of this, and I looked at James 4, verses 1 through 3. This is what James says. And I'm reading it from the Phillips translation because I think it gives us a better idea of what Paul is trying to say to us. This is what he says. But what about the feuds and the struggles that exist among you? Where do you suppose they come from? Can you see that they arise from conflicts Conflicting passions within yourselves. You crave for something and don't get it. You are jealous and envious of what others have and got, and you don't possess it yourselves. Consequently, in your exasperated frustrations, you struggle and fight with one another. You don't get what you want because you don't ask God for it. And when you do ask, he doesn't give it to you. For you ask in quite the wrong spirit. You only want to satisfy your own 
desire. Yes, we are to bring our anxieties, our troubles, our frustrations before our Lord, but we must do it for the right purpose. You see, it is hard to restore broken relationships, challenges we have with one another when it's all about you and you only. You see, when we bring our prayers and supplications before God with thanksgiving, we will experience God's peace. But one of the key points is that we can forget to be thankful. We can be unhappy because of the situations that we are in. But I think another thing that we can sometimes forget is that God has allowed us to be in a particular situation, in the particular challenges that we face, whether it be financial or relationship or health-wise, is that he wants us to see him and rely on him, even in the midst of that challenge. He, our Heavenly Father, is working to conform us into the image of his Son. But here's the next question. Are you okay with that? Are you okay with your Heavenly Father allowing you to go through challenging situations to grow you, to mature you, so that you look like his son? I think that's an important question that we have to answer. Are we okay with that? As we look back at verse 7, it says, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. You see, when life is hard, when we have disagreements with others, when we are facing health issues that sometimes seem to have no end at all, Here we are still in a pandemic, and we have no idea when it will end. You can have financial struggles, and you too are wondering, when will it end? We don't know that. But will we serve our God and Savior, even in the midst of those challenges? Will we understand that our Heavenly Father, through His Son, says, I give you peace? In fact, I want to look at that passage. It's in John 14, 27. And this is what Jesus says. He says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. As the world, not as the world gives you, do I give to you. He says, let not your heart be troubled, neither 
let it be afraid. You see, this is the promise that he has given us. Jesus has says, I give you peace. Will we, his children, rest in that peace, understanding that regardless of the situations you and I will face this year, that he gives us peace. We are take our anxieties and we take our struggles, whatever it is, and we take it to him. And he says, with prayer and thanksgiving, bring it to me and I will give you peace that will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. What a great benefit to be a follower of Jesus Christ who says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And he's walking with us even in the midst of our most challenging situations. Here we are, January 2022. A new year that will bring new challenges. How will you respond to the challenges that is coming to you this year? Will you allow the disagreements with others to cause conflict in your relationships with them and lose your peace? Or will you take hold of the peace given to you through your relationship with Jesus Christ and bring your anxieties, your worries, your frustrations and bring them to him? I wish I could tell you what this year, new year will bring. I have no idea, nor does anybody else. But we do know this one fact, that God is in control. He's not left us, nor will he leave us. And he is in control. So let me pray for us as we end this morning. Uh, Peter has another song for us before we end our service. But again, I want to encourage you to think about how will you respond to the challenges that you will face in this coming year? Father, I thank you again for our time together. I thank you for the peace that you give us. I thank you for the example that Paul has written that helps us understand that we are to bring our anxieties before you. We are to lay them before you. And you said in your word that you will guard our hearts and our minds. May we understand that you are in control, even though at times we are frustrated, sometimes we are angry, sometimes we just don't know what to do but we can find our hope in you. And I pray today that we will experience that hope that only comes through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We pray this in your holy name. Amen.